0: The King season comes to a close in a very disappointing second half beat down by the Golden State Warriors, a 20-point loss where Steph goes for a record-setting 50 points, a record for a Game 7 in the playoffs. And Steph was great, and he kept a minute, you know, for the whole first half. But the guy who really won this game for them was Kevon Looney. Because Kavon Looney just dominated us in the third quarter. And, yeah, there's no other way to put that. The Warriors had 13 offensive rebounds in the third quarter alone. And that's an extremely disappointing way to, to go out. You know, we weren't supposed to be here. And we pushed the defending champions pretty far. And so it's hard to be too mad about a loss. But the way we lost was disappointing where he just we just crumbled in the third quarter and couldn't regain our composure at all but uh you know i'll I'll have a, a different video recapping this series maybe another one recapping this season i don't know maybe i'll combine those into one maybe it'll be two separate ones i'm not sure yet but this is just recapping this specific game and in the first half the kings Looked like the much better team. But we just couldn't quite create any separation. And a lot of that was just Steph Curry's shot making. But the problem I really had was just Terrence Davis getting so many minutes. He had, let's see, he had 26 minutes in this game. And and Davion Mitchell's just sitting right there. Only playing eight minutes in the entire game. You know, I Terrence Davis did an okay job last game, but I even said that time that I would rather have Davion. And here I, I just I would rather have rather had Davion. And it's the adjustment didn't come at any point. We kept putting Terrence Davis on Curry and it kept not working every single possession and there was just no adjustment at any point. Davion had done a great job all series long whenever he was given the opportunity of guarding Curry, so I don't understand once Curry started dominating us from the first minute why he didn't really get another opportunity and why Terrence Davis kept getting the opportunity when it clearly was not working from the get-go. Obviously, Terrence Davis was giving us offense, but uh, I honestly think that him hitting those threes actually hurt us because it, it made Mike Brown keep him in the game when he should not have been in the game. Nobody else on the Warriors was really doing anything in the first half. Clay was having a terrible game. Wiggins was, uh, and no one else, you know, Jordan Poole wasn't really doing anything. It was just Steph Curry in that first half. And we just could not pull away because we just kept putting Terrence Davis on him and he would go right by every single time. Or Steph would get a switch and then step back three every time. And there were times where the Warriors had three not good offensive players. I won't say total non-shooters, but they had Draymond, Gary Payton, and Moses Moody out there at one time. And we're just allowing Steph to go right to the rim with no help and just lay it up. And I just didn't understand why we weren't forcing the ball out of his hands, but we still had the lead at halftime. And it was a lot to do with Sabonis finally figuring out how to operate within the offense. And I think you saw a lot of, uh, in the first half, you saw what the Kings offense was in the regular season. We still were not hitting shots that we normally hit, but it was a lot more Sabonis being able to actually get guys open off dribble handoffs and him just being a lot more effective. He was taking mid range shots, making them um, attacking the basket and making the shots around the basket, which he hadn't been doing all series long. And so it was a really good first half for him. Also a really good defensive first half for Sabonis. Uh, and so we needed that because Fox couldn't get anything going. I mean, you could tell Fox just, He just couldn't dribble the ball with his left hand very well and would turn it over every time he tried to. So we needed Sabonis to do that. He delivered. But then he just couldn't really get anything going in that second half. It was another instance of the bench coming in. And, you know, the starters couldn't hit a three. And then the bench comes in and they finally give us offense. And it was like that for pretty much all seven games of this series, and that is extremely disappointing that Harrison Barnes and Kevin Herter could really never get it going. Kevin Herter got open off a dribble handoff early, and I'm like, and, and he hit the three, and I'm like, all right, it seems like the end of game six propelled him into you know his rhythm and propelled his confidence, but then he went 0 for 5 from three after that. Harrison Barnes also couldn't get anything to go. The only thing he did was draw a couple fouls and then split the free throws both times. Harrison Barnes also didn't get a rebound, didn't get an assist, didn't get a steal, didn't get a block, and overall just an extremely disappointing series for Harrison Barnes, who only played 14 minutes in this one because he just wasn't doing anything. I did not expect Keegan Murray to handily outplay Harrison Barnes in this series, but he did. Keegan Murray made the adjustments. And at times in this game, Keegan was the only guy who could generate any offense. He was the guy who in that third quarter when we couldn't score would come off a a Sabonis screen and knock down a MIDI or, you know, get going to the rim and get a floater. And so that is the, the exciting thing, I guess is, the growth that Keegan Murray showed in this series and and him being able to to score in different ways cuz he didn't hit a 3 in this game but he was still 5 for 10 from the field. He also did a good job rebounding. I will say that Kevin Herder did a good job rebounding, so did Malik Monk. But what we saw in the third quarter was it doesn't matter if, you know, a few guys are doing a good job rebounding. It has to be a total team effort. And that was where, I mean, in just an absolute collapse in that third quarter. An absolute collapse. Rebound after offensive rebound after offensive rebound allowed. It was, I mean, we couldn't catch a break too. Even when we made Clay miss super badly, of course he just gets a wedgie. So it's a jump ball when we were clearly going to get that rebound. But then there were other times where like, Four guys boxed out, and then Terrence Davis just lets his guy right by, and and he grabs the rebound. It was like a, you know, a, a car crash, and you just like you can't look away, and it, but it just kept going and going and going, even after a timeout, it kept going. We just couldn't grab a rebound, and then on top of not grabbing a rebound, I mean, I think that affected our offense. And, you know, no one could get a shot. Everyone was chucking threes. Nobody was getting inside. And I think that allowing offensive rebound after offensive rebound hurt the, the mental side. And I think the team just showed their inexperience in this one. I think that this was really the first time all series that, you know, you could see which team was the more experienced team. It would have felt better if we got beat truly by Steph just making shot after shot after shot. But I don't even think that Steph's 50 points is, like, why we lost. I mean, obviously, if he doesn't have a good game, we're not going to lose. But he was going off in the first half, and we were still ahead. And he didn't even do, like, he he was scoring, but it's not like he went crazy in the third quarter. And the third quarter is when we lost this game. And that was all due to offensive rebounding. That had nothing to do with Steph Curry's shot making. That had nothing to do with anyone's shot making. The Warriors couldn't hit a shot. But they got like three opportunities on every single possession. So it didn't matter. You know, I was watching the the Knicks-Cavs series and and the Cavs were getting dominated by the Knicks on the boards. And I I made a tweet. I was like, I'm glad the Kings aren't playing the Knicks because this is infuriating to watch if it's your team getting dominated on the glass. And that's exactly what happened here. And that was just so hard to watch. And then Steph just put us away in the fourth quarter. Not much else to it. I mean, we actually stuck around in that fourth quarter. We were getting stops, but we couldn't score. And then Steph put us away, and that was that. I think that third quarter and even the start of the fourth Those were moments where Fox would normally take it upon himself to stop the bleeding and get something going offensively, but he just couldn't, and I I think that's just his finger and nothing else, really. The only reason we were in the game going into that fourth quarter was because the Warriors couldn't hit a free throw, which was weird. Steph missed two in a row, Clay missed two in a row, Wiggins couldn't make a free throw, but... Neither could we. We went 16 for 27 from the line. I mean, we shot worse from the line than them. They shot 19 for 30. So many of the trends that we saw throughout the series continued here with just the Kings' inability to hit wide-open threes. Yeah, the Kings in the first round shot the worst percentage on corner threes. Uh, The Kings also got the most wide-open threes of any team, and so I don't know if it was just unlucky that this is when guys hit their cold slump, but it's kind of hard to say that when, you know, some of these guys have a history of underperforming in the playoffs in Harrison Barnes and Kevin Herter. Once the Warriors went on that run in the third quarter, the Kings were never getting back into it because the they just couldn't regain any composure after that happened. Even though we cut it to five at one point, it never felt like we were truly going to come back because everything was rushed. Everything was just three-pointers. I mean, the, the whole mentality seemed to be, to be broken on the team. That was just such a disappointing third quarter when the first half went so, so well. But we we're only up by two at half, so that kind of shows you the greatness of Steph Curry. I think that'll be it for this video. I mean, I have other thoughts, but I feel like they kind of are more for the series as a whole. So I'll save that for the uh, the next video that I do. It was a, a great season. Not a fun way to go out, but, you know, we... we This team could have very easily folded last game and gone out in game six away from home. But, uh, you know, we lasted six and a half games before we truly collapsed in this one. So anyways, you can follow me on Twitter at underscore the royal report, subscribe, turn on notifications so you know when I post the next video recapping this whole series and then probably another one recapping the whole season. And I will see you guys then. Peace.